Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, and here's your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on WKRM 103.7 FM. We want to thank the radio station for continuing to have the Big Yellow School Bus on the air. We really enjoy showcasing, showcasing and highlighting all the great things that are happening at Murray County Public Schools. Today's guests are some very special guests. They are Miss Betty Kinzer. She is a school board member and the vice chair of our school board. Welcome, Betty. Well, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me. And also with us, we have Michael Fulbright. Michael is the chairman of the school board. Welcome, Michael. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Hey, so glad you guys could come in and be a part of the show today. We're going to talk about some of the things going on in the district, maybe highlight a little bit about our five-year plan, and um, talk about some things we need and some things that are going on. So, But first of all, Betty, tell our listening audience, if they haven't heard you before, just a little bit about yourself. You, yourself, were a teacher, correct? I was. I was an art teacher for many years at Central High School, and prior to that, I had been an um What's what was called ITV. I, I taught the rural schools through my classroom uh, with television access to them because they didn't have art. Art is part of the state curriculum, and uh, none of our unit schools had fine arts in there. So that helped them to meet that credit, and that was really an unbelievable experience. I also have taught, began my teaching in Mount Pleasant. I um, also then was the first art teacher in Murray County, uh, by going to Carver Smith, which was an all-black school, they needed someone to integrate it. So I, w- I was more than willing to do that, and that was a great experience. Um, I took some time off to, to raise my family, and then I came back to teaching and had a great uh, many more years at Central High School. I retired in 2011, and um, I really have always been such a proponent of Murray County Schools and public education, so I ran for the school board. Now, I've been on the school board for five years and I learn something almost daily. Um, sometimes things I don't want to learn, but at the same time, I, I continue to feel really positive about the future of Murray County Schools. You know, I, I go to the school board meetings on a regular basis and try to do a live broadcast so people can listen. And y'all do amazing jobs. Mm. I mean, and they're, they're almost thankless jobs because you guys run for the position, you get elected. And then you devote a lot more time than what probably you anticipated Mm -hmm. to doing the job and, you know, making tough decisions that, you know, sometimes people don't like and you're making great decisions. I heard Mr. Hickman say at the last school board meeting, he called you the art liaison or something (laughs) like that because you were an art teacher. And and why don't we tell our listening audience? Okay, I'll let you go ahead on that. I will. But let me say this. When I first got on the board, I had I had three goals. One and foremost was to make sure we had fine arts in every school in Murray County. And the board absolutely met that in the first year and also was to to work on our salary schedule, which we continue to do, and also uh, help provide a safe environment for our kids. So all of our schools have art in them, and and that's probably a, a, a credit to little Emma Johnson, who her artwork was appears on the cover of the Murray County Fairs magazine. So if any yeah, of you are this year's it, program, yeah, right. And so she's going to be honored on the thirtieth. She's going to get a hundred dollar gift certificate. She's going to get a a wristband to participate in all the fun things at the fair. And um, I'm just really proud that I'm going to be able to attend that and and uh, see the benefit and reward of 
uh, the fact that we do have art in all the schools. Yeah, art is, is huge. Um, when uh, Mr. Hickman came on board in 2020, he said to me, I would like to brighten our hallways here mm-hmm. at Central Office with artwork from around the district. So we uh, sent out some emails and, and put a call out to our art teachers, and they gave us some amazing artwork from kindergarten all the way up through high school. Some really great stuff. And, and it is a practice of our school board. Um, you can chime in anytime, Michael, um, to have artwork um, displayed at the school board, right? It is, and uh, I think I think the quality of art's gone up. I think I, in the years I was teaching art at Central, and I taught, taught, taught AP art, so I had really motivated students as well. But I used to hate to go to elementary schools and realize elementary teachers had to spend their precious time giving that art experience to them, and then most of the artwork in the halls was just things that had just been created and colored or something like that. So I think having somebody in-house that's really giving them those creative opportunities, uh, you know, really inspiring those kids. And, and, you know, there's nothing like seeing a child discover, and I think that's uh, – and and music's the same. You know, that was another goal was to have – uh, music in all the uh, schools in Murray County, and we do. And I'm really proud of that. Uh, yeah, well. I like all the above. Um, I was a musician in school, and it was probably one of the greatest things I learned how to do because I can still do it to this day. Now, I wasn't very artistic. I wasn't very good at drawing. I tried drawing Snoopy, you know, one time and on his doghouse, and it really didn't quite look like Snoopy, so I kind of gave up. And that was in a class. So what we do in our public schools right now with art and music and athletics is quite amazing. The level of expertise we have teaching these classes, like you said, having art teachers, uh, music teachers, and in all the schools, it's pretty good stuff. And congratulations to Emma on getting the front cover of the program of the Murray County, uh, Murray County Fair. Um, what a great accomplishment she has done there. And if, if, when you see it, you're going to go, ah, oh, that is so cool. Because that's, right. that's exactly what I did. Um, let's talk a little bit about, um, I'm, I'm going to keep you live on, on okay. this right now, Betty. And then we'll, we'll shift over to um, Mr. Fulbright. Um, let's talk a little bit about some of the needs in our county. And Michael, you're more than welcome to chime in when I talk about needs. Um, we are still in a hiring mode. Um, we always seems to be in a little bit of a hiring mode, but we really need some some more uh, educators right now, correct? We we do, and uh, Tennessee is in a um, somewhat of a desperate situation because we're not getting people that are, are choosing teaching as a vocation. So uh, we're not getting them out of college. Uh, we're, we're competing with the surrounding counties. Uh, for salary and benefits, and in Murray County, we offer really outstanding benefits. We are uh, anybody can check and see. So, so we need we need teachers. We don't just need bodies. We really need teachers that are willing to come, uh, be a part of Murray County schools and the progression that we're going to make. And and uh, you know, Michael Hickman is here, and he's been um, challenged to. Uh, help with our scores and and make us one of the top uh, systems in the county. And so we need those teachers. All right. So let me ask the question, uh, Betty. Um, do teachers have to have any specific specific um, certification? They have to have a current Tennessee state teaching license. Okay. No, it doesn't have to be a degree. 
Well, they'd have to have a degree. They'd, you do, you have, they'd to have, have to have, a have a, at least a college degree. Okay. Uh, All right. Masters would be great. Some some have what you call an EDS, but to begin as a teacher, the bare minimum would be to have a degree and to have a, a current license to teach. Well, I have looked at our substitute teachers, and it's not necessarily required to have that degree, right? No, a high school diploma is all you need to be a substitute teacher. We actually have up the salaries on that. So if any of you want a nice part-time job where you just come to work and, and you know, help with the classroom, we're really having some empty classrooms and that need to be filled uh, for various w- reasons. So we are currently looking in for substitutes that can meet those. We also have a real need for teaching assistants as well. Uh, they're huge. And I mean, if a teacher had to be out, there's a teaching assistant can take over that as well. So uh, if you look at the Murray County website and look at the HR department, there's a drop down there and it'll show you uh, what licensed positions are open. And it would also show you uh, the the classified uh, classified as well. Um, one of the things, too, and I as a retired teacher, uh, I would encourage my retired teachers to realize that we're in a real uh, critical time in Murray County Schools in trying to uh, fill these classrooms with people who are experienced and certified. They could do a 120-day contract to help out someone maybe is on maternity leave or, you know, whatever that they're out. And so they could work 120 days. It wouldn't affect their retirement uh, it actually, I actually did that for two years, and I can tell you uh, from experience that it was a great opportunity for me financially, and it was also a great experience that I was able to go back in the classroom. That's pretty awesome, um, and this is geared towards retirees. Coach Lyle, I, yeah, Coach Lyle's in the uh, as, as, a, as a former teacher, and, and I'm going to sign you up. Uh, <laughs> 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 a little busy here at the station, anyway. Um, is there – there used to be. I don't know if there still is. Is there a difference in pay for a licensed teacher as a sub, as a daily sub? Yes. and uh, I, I think they, they – if you had a license, they were actually bumping yes, you and up I, a little I, bit. I, I'm sorry. I can't tell you exactly. I, I'll get those figures okay. for you. Um, a certified teacher uh, pay for a substitute is $80 per day. A teacher pay that's non-certified is $66 per day. So. Yes. Special education assistant pay is $58 per day, and substitute school nurses are $66 per day. And these are part-time positions, and, in, and it's usually in a situation where you're not needing to work full-time, mm-hmm. but you're needing some extra money, or you really like the reward of teaching and helping. One of the, and, and one of the advantages, because I've, I've talked with a couple of retired teachers that did it, and they said, you know, it, one of the nice things is, is if I have some plans that day, you know, if I if if I have to go see my grandkids or something like that, I'm not available. You know, it's it's not that you, you know you, that you're locked into a certain time slot. If you if you don't want to work that day, right. you're not available. And, and but then at the same time, I job you know, shared. So right. I, that was exactly the the what the person I, I job shared with Carrie Lancaster. And uh, if she needed to go on a trip with her husband, then I would work those days. Same with me. Uh, I, I literally just worked ten days a month and. It, it was just a great opportunity. Yeah. But I was a lot of flexibility. Uh, one thing I, I don't want to say wrong, uh, I'm 
feel like that a retired teacher, like your certificate's probably not active anymore. Mine is not. No, mine's, actually, I had to get mine reactivated one really? year before I retired. Well, <laughs> mine, mine is not. And I actually, well, thank you. I actually had a school ask me to do an interim, and I'm, I'm the, I, well, first of all, no. But it, uh, also, I, it occurred to me that I didn't have an active, but I don't know that that would matter if they were going to do a, a uh, as a I, well, I don't know about the 120 day contract, but yeah. as a daily, as a regular daily sub, no, it would not matter. No, it wouldn't. We don't it wouldn't that. matter. We don't a require sub, that. But for, I'm, as far as I'm the, looking for yeah. classroom people that go right. <laughs> you know, and and you think about teaching, and and I, my daughter's a teacher, and you know, I know a lot of teachers, and I work with the teachers. It's a very very rewarding job. There is so much, so many great things. I was in. Um, uh, what school was I in recently? I was at, um, oh my, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. I was at, anyway, I was at an elementary school here recently. Only have a few in here. Wait, there, wait. It was Highland, it was Highland Elementary. Okay. And I was walking the hallways at the beginning of the morning. I got there like 7.30 and all these little kids come in and, and I happened to have my camera with me because I was doing some photography for oh, the, the no, school. Don't you love it? And they were just so bright. Oh, and, I know it. And, and, and I actually wore a suit and tie that day, so they really thought I was important. It was really cute because it was like they were bending their heads as they were walking by like, ooh, he's taking pictures. And like you know, It was very so cute. I just loved that part of it. And elementary school, I think, would be the most rewarding place to be because those little kids, they're just so so let me adorable. say this they still about, like you there yeah that's right <laughs> one of the reasons i never wanted to be an elementary teacher because i think they have to put in way more time than high school teachers i think they're they're earlier they stay later and sorry high school teachers i'm sure some of you do the same but i i can i can vouch for that i was a high school teacher my <laughs> wife was an elementary teacher okay. just retired this, yeah. this last summer i was also a coach when i got off coaching an hour or three hours after school, she was still at school. Right. So, yeah. also those those little ones are so wiggly and, but but I'm like you. The first one when I first got on the board, I visited every school in the county just because I wanted to get up to date. And and going to Highland Park comes to mind because those children are so happy and it's mostly minorities at that school, so that's where their family is. That's where my wife and was so it me. made me absolutely appreciate what we're doing in Murray County Schools. Yeah, and I'll, I'll just shout out to Kelly Myers because I was there talking to her, okay. the principal at Highland Elementary. Um, she is the principal of the year at Murray County, that's by right. the way. And uh, it's, it's, way to go, Kelly. Um, and state. She, yeah, she's yes. up for the she up she is up for the state principle of the year, which should happen around the end of October, beginning of November of 2021. Um, well, you know, she made some comments to me that this was where her heart was, mm-hmm. and she's been an elementary teacher, elementary Title One, elementary administrator. She's worked at Central Office um, as the federal job. coordinator she, and decided to go back to the school because she missed the kids. Yeah. And I walked around with her that morning, and it was real evident that that is her place. That's where she needs to be. That's where she wants to be, and that's where she loves to be. And, of course, Kelly's an administrator, but she's a teacher also. Right. And the teaching is just such a rewarding, rewarding job. So if you are interested in being rewarded for your daily work, consider being a teacher. Okay, one more thing, uh, advertisement here. We need bus drivers, really. Yes, we, we do. We really do need bus drivers. We do have a competitive salary. 
uh, it is also something somebody retired can do. Uh, it would be early morning work and afternoon work, and um, you know I think that is something that you that people might consider because it's not an all day thing, and and there are benefits with that as well. Yeah, so. let me let me read you a little bit about what I had online. Bus drivers are needed. Full and part time positions are available with benefits. Um, you can call to ask questions to the Transportation Department here in Columbia at 388-2432. That's 388-2432. You can apply online at murrayk12.org. Um, you know, we were talking about jobs needed and, and classified jobs, and I'm just looking here online right now, and there's probably about 20 or 22 or 23 jobs right now just in the classified section. Look at the license this morning. It was 67 yesterday. It was 67, yeah. And, and um, license, let me see. Some yeah, of those page, are coaching, that page, those. Yeah, that page is a little bit longer. Um, there's a little bit more there. There's great opportunities. You know, people talk about not having job opportunities. Come to the family of mm-hmm. Murray County Public right. School, right. Schools because it is a big family. It is a great organization, one of the largest employers in Murray County. And they do great things for the students and the children. And I can't say enough about the opportunity to get a job here. Um, I'm thrilled to be working here, and I'm, I'm a little bit older, but I, I do the communications here, and I get the opportunity to go into schools, and like I did this recently with Highland, and, and see these little kids, and, and interact with them, and, and do some great things to help them out in their education. Um, Michael, you have um, students in school, right? And it's at Woodard, is it? I have one at Woodard and one at Central High School. Oh, one at Woodard and one at Central. Now, did you get a chance to go to the orientation and meet your um, teacher? Our orientation was scheduled for tonight at Woodard Elementary, and it has been postponed. Uh, okay. All right. Um, yeah, yeah. a lot of them happened right before school and right as school was starting. I hate to hear that that was postponed because I got an opportunity to meet um, my granddaughter's teacher, went to her orientation at Withorn Middle School. What a great time that was. It was, it was such a friendly environment, a lot of people, a lot of teachers. Do you know your um, teacher? Oh, yeah. My son has uh, Ms., Mrs. White at woodard and he's extremely excited comes home talks about all of his friends all of what they do during their class miss gent is uh, the new principal and is doing a fantastic job and just all of the staff the administration the support staff everybody within that building as i assume within all the buildings that uh, we have here in murray county are just doing a phenomenal job. The school year's off to such an exciting start. Yeah, Mr. Stan Curtis was the principal last year, and he retired. And Miss Carol Ann Gent was the assistant principal and was fortunate enough to be chosen to be the principal there. She is so driven there mm-hmm. to help those students, and she's a wonderful, wonderful uh, principal. Does such a great job with the uh, administration there and the teachers and the staff. Um, I didn't have any involvement in Woodard necessarily, but I hear good things about them, and especially like Miss White and Miss Carol and Jet, the principal. Um, again, great opportunities out there. You know, there are, and I know all of our schools have their strengths and, and dedicated teachers and dedicated administrators. We're just very fortunate to have that and be able to experience that firsthand within our family. And you know, we've had great experience at Central High School as well with my daughter. She's uh, rocking and rolling through all of her classes. So, is she a it, freshman this year? She's actually eleventh grade this 11th year. Eleventh grade this year. Yeah. And, um, um, I didn't really, think you were that old, Michael. To have I didn't think old. I was that old either, but uh, <laughs> undoubtedly I am. You know, and, and when I come back from the break, I'll give you an opportunity to tell a little bit about yourself. We we, we kicked it off with um, Betty at the beginning here, and we wanted to talk a little bit about some of the great things going on at the arts and and. Um, 
music, et cetera, and then some of the needs right now. And I, we echoed that just now with talking about Woodard Elementary. But we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with Chairman Michael Fulbright and Vice Chair Betty Kinzer after the break. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 103.7 FM. I want to give a big shout out to that intro and exit music. Man, I really like that. It kind of upbeat uh, that you hear when they uh, put this on the on the radio. Um, Betty's looking at me like, I didn't hear any music. And now it's, it's dubbed in, Betty. Um, Michael, uh, before the break, I said I'd give you an opportunity to talk. So I'm, I'd like you to take an opportunity now to tell us a little bit about yourself for people that maybe haven't heard you on the radio, which that'd be you don't listen to the radio if you haven't heard you, Michael on the radio, because Michael is the chairman of our school board, and he has a very unique unique job. Michael? Well, thank you, Jack. Uh, as you said, I've been the chairman of the Murray County School Board for the last year, followed in some great footsteps. Ms. Kinzer, I still always look back at her for <laughs> advice during the meetings on how to run them. Prior to that, I was uh, on the county commission, which I think helped me uh, see some things from both sides of the fence. But I've been on the school board now for, I believe, about two years. I've really enjoyed my time and um, feel really good about it. As you mentioned earlier, I have two kids, uh, one at Woodard and one at Central. They're both doing great, and both schools are really operating strong this year. But you'd asked me about my actual real job. Yeah. What, what are you doing nowadays, Michael? And My actual title is community liaison. I work out at the Murray County Jail, but I'm uh, actually employed by the South Central Tennessee Workforce Alliance. What a great organization. It really is. There's a lot of work that goes on in numerous aspects. But one of the main things that we've been doing lately is re-entry programs for people coming out of jail and getting back into regular life. What is that word they talk about? Re- Re, uh, reducing recidivism. Recidivism. Recidivism is that number of people when I who hear come it, out I can and say come back correctly. in. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, we actually not only cover Murray County, but the 22nd Judicial District, which is Murray, Giles, Lawrence, and Wayne. Uh, one of the things I, I do in my position is work with rehab facilities, helping people who are wanting to transition that way. And then also working with the school system, we have obviously, when parents come in, a lot of times they have children, and those children are in our schools. Those children are deeply affected Yes, absolutely. by that, uh, not just the event of their parent being taken away, but also the long-term effects. And we communicate with the school, with the counseling staff, and work with whoever we need to work with to make sure those children are cared for and the awareness brought to them that they have special things going on in their life and you know teachers need to be aware of that just to know how to handle behaviors yeah. or feelings that might come up it's a it's a great job and and community liaison is one of my favorite positions i'm actually and if you've heard me talk on the radio before i'm a community liaison for blood assurance um, I just do it uh, mostly out of the goodness of my heart because I believe in what it takes to help save lives is to make people aware that they need to donate blood. So, And another thing that's really cool about a community liaison job is you could generally get paid to go to meetings. I told my wife early on, uh, if I could find a career that paid me to go to meetings, I'd probably be be happy. And So you found it and you I took it. I finally found it, so uh, <laughs> it's really 
Really well, fulfilling. I, I'm thrilled that you're continuing to do this, do this, be out in the community. Um, you have a great history in our community and, you know, serving on the school board for two years and um, serving as the school board chair. You do a great job keeping the, the peace at the meetings and <laughs> keeping it on target. And one of the things I've, I've done in my um, years of doing similar positions is trying to keep everybody's time respectful because they're trying to be there. You know, you're there. Most, a lot of them are as volunteers pretty much. And, if you can respect people's times and get things handled and get things taken care of, they really appreciate that. Now let's talk a little bit about, I'm, I'm going to, I said, I'm, let's cover five year plan, but I really, really want to get into some really great news that just happened here recently. And I'm not going to spoil it. And I'm going to let you share it with our listening audience in case they haven't heard. Yeah. In case anybody's uh, not heard the Murray County commission approved $74 million that we requested to fund new construction, specifically a new high school on the north side of the county, as well as an auxiliary gym at Santa Fe Unit School. We had gone through a lot of discussions back and forth. Uh, Some of the plans we presented weren't as well received. Some were. And after a lot of negotiation, just good conversation more than anything, we came to this, uh, this approval Monday night. So we're very thankful for the Murray County Commission to see our vision, see the plan that we created nearly a year ago now, and to start to see some of these steps come to fruition. So with the approval of the $74 million, um, they can start planning and getting all the legwork, getting ready to start the school, uh, a new school, right? Correct. The next step is going to be to get with architects and any kind of permits and things like that that we need. That was a part of the borrowing, and a lot of times the county commission has funded that separately. But the risk you run into there is that you may spend a million dollars on plans and the building never be approved. So with this method of doing it, we pretty well assured that anything we plan is going to be built. Yeah, according to the Daily Herald that you were attributed to saying that it was all about working together. you want to share a little bit more about that? Because you were a commissioner and even the, the, the... the commissioner chair, right? Yes. And you have an inside kind of, cause you've been there, you've done that. And now you're, you're asking them for help. So tell us a little bit how that working together came to happen. Well, uh, kind of the method that's always been done when it comes to capital requests is the school board will present a request with a dollar amount. The County commission will say yay or nay, and it will get kicked back if it's a no, obviously. And then the school board kind of looks at each other and says, well, what should we try now? And it's gone back and forth. It's just like a ping pong ball. This year, we finally got to the end of the process and said, why don't we just all sit down together, hash out our concerns, hash out where we stand, what we want, what our plan is. And that joint meeting that we had is exactly where this uh, final proposal came from. And that open communication and dialogue, instead of sitting there and blaming each other and throwing slings and arrows back and forth, we decided just to sit down face to face and have a meeting and like with anything else, when you're able to take that kind of a mature approach, things just go so much better. Yeah. And we see the results here. Cooperation is a key to getting anything accomplished, especially when you're talking with local government. And my hat's off to everybody involved at the commission and the school board and the administration at Murray County Public Schools for working so hard to get this passed and to get it going because this is a desperate need. Our, our population growth in Murray County is 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 going crazy right now. I mean, how many um 
housing permits that they said they had on the north side. Uh, I think Mr. Perriman said it in the meeting. It was like you know twenty thousand or something. It was some really it's, large it's number. Mind boggling. Um, and, and you factor in that you know majority of those um, new homes probably are going to have children and multiple children. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're going to have to have a place to go to school. Mm-hmm. So the fact that we're getting ahead of the game and, and you know, we're, we're seeing the growth and we're going to go out there and we're going to build for growth. And, and it's probably not going to be the only school that we need in the near future. I mean, I, you know, if you look at a 10-year plan or a five-year plan, and let's, let's go ahead and switch on that one, too. May I say something yeah, really quick? Just interject here. I, I honestly want to thank Michael Fulbright, because I think that his experience on the commission, his knowledge of the workings of it, his friendships on the commission, being able to have conversation and discourse, whether you agree or disagree, was really key to this. And um, and he, he really wore two hats, and that's a really difficult thing to do. I think bringing us together was a direct result of that uh, connection, and I think it's the beginning of what hopefully will be uh, a much more collegial uh, relationship. Yeah, I heard um, uh, Michael Fulbright and Mr. Don Morrow on the morning show on the radio here recently, and they were talking about this a specific um, item, uh, the $74 million, and it was so many people involved, you know, that ha- really worked together to make this happen. Um, you have so many um, varying uh, reasons why one commissioner may like it or not. But when it was all said and done, they did what was needed to be done. Exactly. And I appreciate that, Ms. Kinzer. But uh, it really does. We've got 11 school board members. We've got 22 county commissioners. And everybody's got their own view of the way things should be done. And that's where it really comes into being able to sit down and talk and at least find the common ground between where our groups stand. I really felt like at times I was the ambassador for the school board to the county commission and vice versa, the <laughs> county commission to the school board. So it was a nice position to be in and uh, just glad to see we've made some progress towards where we're going. Yeah, and you, you know, name a few more names. You got uh, Superintendent Hickman and Assistant Superintendent Perriman, <clears throat> yourself, uh, Don Morrow. These are some top key negotiators that got in there and spent. Doug Laconan. Doug Laconan that spent many, many hours. In fact, uh, Don Morrow was quoted 22 hours just in the budget committee discussing these things. Well, and I'll also want to give a thanks to Chairman Sumners of the budget committee because obviously nothing gets to the full commission without going through the budget committee. Uh, Just looking at the name of some of the commissioners, we got tremendous support from all of them. And I know I specifically would get calls and questions from Commissioner Potts. He gave this probably more thought than anybody in this county combined. So I want to thank him especially for his support as well. Absolutely. And so with that, the the talk is a 1,200, is it 1,200 capacity? No, actually, we currently have a 1,200 capacity Oh, that's capacity what we have, right, okay. In Spring, Spring Hill High School's 1,200 capacity. You had mentioned that we're looking forward and looking towards the growth. Well, quite honestly, that school's already over capacity. So right. we're, we're not looking forward to the growth. We're looking at growth that's already here and trying to catch up to a certain extent. But the... Uh, proposed new high school that we're discussing is a 2,000 seat high school. We'll obviously add 800 more high school seats on the north end of the county. Obviously, if you've driven anywhere through there, you know that there's quite a bit of growth coming. And then the gym at Santa Fe, obviously we're not technically by law locked in to these two projects, but 
on our list, our five-year list, we had appropriated $70 million approximately for the high school and $4 million for an auxiliary gym in Santa Fe. So it just made sense that we read between the lines of what the commission said in approving those two requests and are looking forward to having those two projects go through. Excellent, excellent. Um, let's t go ahead and talk just a little bit more about what you foresee in the high school. You said it's going to be 2,000 um, student high school, um, and it's going to be a new facility, correct? That's what you've been That's talking the, about. That is. That is. And there were a lot of issues surrounding that. The current Spring Hill High School was designed for uh, a smaller number of students, ages 6 through 12. So it really was never designed to be a large high school. And we're trying to catch up. Because obviously when Spring Hill High School was built, we didn't have that need that we have now. So there's still going to be a use. There's still going to be uh, a place for the current building within our system. The new Spring Hill High School is what we're looking forward to building. And it will be a new school. Uh, hope you know, Hopefully within the next, not too long. I'm not going to give a time frame, but... We're looking forward to that school up and running in the near future. You know, not just to talk about the timing. The timing is actually great as far as borrowing the money right now. Correct, Michael? It is. We have talked to our bond council. And by borrowing money this year, we're potentially, and conservative estimates state, that we're actually going to save the taxpayers of Murray County $15 million. If we would have done the same exact borrowing 12 months from now with the way the interest rates are moving, we would have substantially cost the taxpayers more money than we would have need to just on interest. Wow. So we're proud that the county commission recognized that and was able to push this through now. That's huge. That's a, that's a, that's a huge savings, and, and I am certainly glad. I know um, that it might cost me a few pennies more in, in my taxes, but it's well worth it to make sure we have the proper education in our in our district. So um, – I'm, I'm sure this is part of the five-year plan, and I haven't read and studied the five-year plan. I've heard it talked about a lot. But could you tell our listening audience a little bit about the five-year plan, Michael? Yeah, back in the fall of last year, we met on a Saturday morning to start the five-year plan for our facilities going forward in the county, and we identified several needs of where we needed to focus. The Just looking at the list here, the first was obviously a high school in the Spring Hill area and it was proposed to build a new high school up in that area. The second was actually a new elementary school in the north part of the county, North Columbia area specifically, and that was originally included in our capital ask by way of renovating the old Spring Hill High School, and that really was a point of contention. So we took that off and said we will look at that a little closer time that we have to do something to that building. That may or may not be the case, or we may just look for a new site for an elementary school in that area. Just because the growth is on the north side of town. Some of the other areas are growing, but not quite as a, a alarming rate. The third item on our list was an auxiliary gym at Santa Fe. And several people have asked why we need an auxiliary gym. But when you think about having girls basketball, boys basketball, volleyball, any kind of junior high or middle school sports going on for practices... Your child may not be getting out until late into the night. Hey, let me add real, real quick for people that are new to the area or just listening for the first time. Santa Fe is a unit school. It has K through 12. 
So actually, there's a there's a great need for uh, an auxiliary gym in that uh, location. Well, and that gets to yeah, that's the second part of the plant. That okay. that point is that it'll allow them to have more programming options during the day. You could run a kindergarten gym and a high school gym class all during that time. So yeah, there you go. That's uh, that's on our list, and that's one of the things that we're you know we set aside four million dollars for that, and the seventy four million dollars came through. So we're putting that there. Well, the, uh, now the original ask, and I'm sure if, if people are following, was like 83 million, right? It was. So was that detrimental, or was it still a great, great? Um, well, no, the, the 74 is still going to make a substantial impact going forward. That extra, I guess it would, at this point, would be nine million, was set aside for renovations to Spring Hill High School, the current facility. And since we're really not sure if that's going to be another high school or an elementary school, okay, or even convert it to a middle school. We have some time before we have to make that decision. Gotcha. So we're looking forward to, um, you know, that money is something we don't need right this second. Right. It would be nice to borrow it at the lower rate, but we're not blocked into that. Some of the other things, one thing that was on our plan that we were very proud of and are still going to work towards, but this is going to set us back just a step, is the ability to move our fifth grade classes back to the elementary school and get them out of the middle schools. That's something we've been hearing quite a bit. And we just right now are are without space at our elementary schools to do that. So a new elementary school on the north side of town would help. Uh, Turning Spring Hill High School into a elementary school would have helped that too. Obviously, we're going to have to go a different route, it looks like. But just having more elementary school seats to accommodate the fifth graders is going to be a huge thing. And we're looking at some ways to do that. We still want to do that. That's just kind of been pushed back on our list just a tad. And one of the things that uh, maybe not five years, but possibly seven, is looking to do something down in Kalioka because they're growing down there too. And perhaps that's a new elementary building. Perhaps it's uh, just a ditch. I don't think it can be expanded just because of the layout of the land. But just to do something to give them some more seats down there and to refurbish some of their facilities, because I know they've got some issues with the building itself. So that's on our list of things to look yeah, at Yeah, well. I've heard that there's a, a quite a few building permits in the Kalioka area right now, and also new subdivisions being built. Yeah, and that, yeah, that's the spillover. We have just such tremendous growth on the north side that places like Hampshire, Kalioka, Santa Fe, and even our neighborhood of uh, in West Columbia there behind Woodard, we're having 50 new houses go in right basically in my side yard so we're having growth all over the place there goes the neighborhood it's going to cost you more to live there now used to used to have a cul-de-sac but we don't have one anymore (laughs) that's uh part of progress and part of growth um you know these are all great things is there um something on that um the plan that goes you said seven years is there a further plan or is it this is just right now the only thing we've approved is a five-year plan and that Kalioka one is on that five-year plan um, you know, we just have to be prioritizing how we're going to spend money because I think it came up to something no, close to $200 million if we would have asked for everything. And obviously that wasn't going to happen. So we just have to take it in chunks. And we are going to be able to knock out two of our six items by the approval that was given Monday night. That is great news. Um, you know, anytime you can put it in writing, make a decision, Betty, I'm sure you were part of that. Um, you guys ironed it out, spent a whole, um, I don't know how many times you guys actually had, um, 
what do you do? Have like offsides or, or, or special sessions? Or we, we would have Saturday retreats a lot of retreats, times, that's or, what and they're then called, take it yeah. up in work sessions. We, you know, the, nothing on this was done behind the scenes or no, absolutely not. Everything I, was a public meeting. I, I would have to say that really paramount in this was being able to save the taxpayers' money. If if we have recognized that these things, and I I don't know if you mentioned Mount Pleasant, but that was another issue there. So adding on to that, but uh, if we could do multiple things by utilizing buildings and or adding on to buildings rather than a, an entire new building, then that would save the taxpayers money. And I think that was part of uh, our commitment. And uh, and we will revisit this when we have uh, retreats this fall. And, and I, we're going to keep the commission informed as quickly as possible what what that looks like. So. Yeah. Did you happen to read the numbers for the census for our area? What, did the population say we're at 103,000 now? Yes. That's yeah, that's a pretty good-sized number, 103,000. When I moved to this area, I think we were at like 80,000. So um, we're seeing tremendous growth, and we're doing all the right things in Murray County Public Schools with the, the lead of our school board and making sure that we get the budget and the money we needed with the um, help of uh, Mr. Perriman and Mr. Eric and many other people we've already mentioned. Well, that's it for this section of the, this uh, show. We're going to have to take a break, and we'll be back for the last section in just a moment. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. We'll be right back after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 103.7 FM. We are here with School Board Chair Michael Fulbright and Vice Chair Betty Kinzer. We've had a great show. We're talking about some great stuff, learned a little bit in the process. I want to continue with the great things going on theme in the in today's show because we have so many wonderful things going on in our in our in our county uh who wants to go first michael you want to you want to chime in there yeah I'll, a couple of the fun things that are happening i know there's a uh, program at spring hill high school that needs to be mentioned a couple teachers and some of the kids are working towards starting a history museum murray county history museum to be totally student-led and uh, basically a work project for the school. I think that's an exciting thing that hasn't got enough publicity that we really are proud of and proud of, you know, equipping our students with business skills, construction skills, and history lessons at the same time. So that's definitely a positive thing going on in our schools. And also, as we get close, you know, this is the time of year for football. and Friday Night Lights. And the band, and I'm looking forward to uh, does your daughter play in the band? She did play in the band, but now she is a drum major for the band. That's so cool. She's, uh, That's even better. So yeah. if you see them marching down the wrong street at one of the football Following games, her. You'll, you'll know she's the one in, in leading them down the wrong road. But I, no. was, I was a band guy. Were you in band? I, well, I was in middle school. You were in middle school? Um, best time of my life is yeah. high school, being in the band, Friday Night Lights, football games, basketball games, so much fun. And obviously Central's band has quite a historical reputation. Oh, and, yeah. And we're very proud. And, you know, Mr. Baxter, the band director, has been a phenomenal blessing to the program. And they have put in work 
like no other. The band camp week was in the hundreds, and they oh survived gosh, it yeah. and learned a lot. So I remember those yeah. days. My my eldest daughter was in the band here at Columbia Central High School, and I thought seriously that the band worked way harder than the football team. It's just we seemed to be out there more more hours. I'll, uh, I'll take one little issue with that. Worked gonna- a lot longer. And they worked extremely hard. I don't know if we worked hard. Okay, no, okay, maybe okay. not harder, yeah. but don't, maybe longer. Don't compare them. They work differently. <laughs> this is yeah, this is the reason why I'm called Coach Mike. I'm an old football coach. Yeah, so I, 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 I got to defend coach. my boys. But I, at the same time, my both my daughters were in the band, and they worked amazingly hard. I've never been as did. excited for a football um, season to start as mm-hmm. I have been this year. Just looking forward to it. And, and so you know their their dedication to what they're doing, and quite frankly, the talent of the band directors you talk about i I call it herding cats no they've got them in line they've got them and 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 they they do a great job of getting the utmost out of the potential of their groups and and that's 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 a fantastic uh, program i'm really glad you 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 mentioned the, the the arts like band and um football season i really enjoy going to the football games um and i don't have any kids that play football but I can take my camera as a district communications guy and go out there and have a lot of fun. And they let me on the sidelines because I got a camera. <laughs> ah, that's so cool. That's so cool. Betty, did you have some great things you wanted to Absolutely. share? Absolutely. I, I, I'd like to focus on academics. Um, I'm really proud that uh, our school, especially uh, Spring Hill and Central High School, and now even the, some of the unit schools have increased AP classes, which uh, is college preparatory classes. And also... Um, with the new principal, uh, Mr. Edie, uh, the Collegiate Academy is going to be in full swing, and that's another option uh, that students who are college-bound have. And it's just it was a wonderful um, thing to, for the kids to participate. And Spring Hill is starting one similar to it. It has a different name, but it's going to be basically the same thing where they're encouraged to take honors and AP classes, and they'll do a class project as well. Um I don't know. Uh, exa- I don't know how many schools because I just didn't come prepared to say. But I do think the STEM. We, I know that Randolph Howe is uh, a STEM school. I, I just got breaking news on that. Okay, All right. and Randolph Howell has four teachers, and Battle Creek Elementary School has a teacher that are going to be participating in the Tennessee Rural STEM Collaborative. Oh, wow, that's great. And we will celebrate that in our district and tell everybody a little bit more about that Uh on our social media platforms. But that is great news. And you mentioned STEM, and I was like, yes, because STEM is something I really like to see going on in our schools. In fact, I'd like to see it expanded to STEAM, which would be science, technology, (laughs) engineering, art, and mathematics. Um, so if you did that, you'd be covering every base in Wh- Which Mount Pleasant has a STEAM uh, they designation. They do, yep. Uh, yes, I'd like to see it as well. But I do think it, it is a, a, something we've emphasized, and, and it's a really positive program for the kids as well, and they, they're just learning more, th- more things that will prepare them for actually whatever they do beyond school. And uh, I I tend to like to look at all the positives in Murray County because sometimes on social media or something you hear negative things and but they're more positive than anything I think we've got great teachers I think they're dedicated teachers they they want to be there and they have had an unbelievable past year in getting us through uh, remote learning and getting us through uh, uh, all the the aspects that we went through in trying to to provide a quality education. 
Man, Betty, you are so right on that. Michael, you also, you know, football, arts, STEM, teachers. It is a great district. It really is. Mm -hmm. And on that note, um, so I make sure I have enough time before the show uh, runs out of time. Let's start with our shout outs. And Betty, we'll let you go first. Well, I want to give a shout out to Lee Claiborne. Lee is uh, a, a really good friend, colleague at Central High School, and he's had some health problems. But he has been my rock since I've been on the board because he has so much knowledge about budget and has such a um, love for Murray County Schools and for them to achieve. And so knowing uh, his relationship that has helped me so much, then my shout out to him today is thank you. Uh, Another person I'd like to give a shout out, I didn't know I was going to do this, but um, the other night, Ken Banks, commissioner, resigned from the commission, and I I just want to give a shout-out to him because in all the meetings I watched or attended, he had nothing but positive things to say about Murray County Schools and urged the commission. So I think he was a a really strong voice in moving that forward. So I really wanted him to know know that. Great shout-outs, Betty. Um, You know, Lee and Ken, both big advocates for Murray County Public Schools. Michael? Well, I have actually a couple... I'd like to give a shout-out to every county commissioner who voted to support the schools in moving us forward. I specifically want to mention four of them, Linda Whiteside, Wayne Patterson, Tommy Wolver, and Larry Brown, who are some of the few commissioners who don't have a district that really encompasses any of the Spring Hill zone. Ms. Whiteside and Mr. Patterson are Hampshire. Mr. Wolver and Mr. Brown are Mount Pleasant. And to see that we have support from all areas of the county supporting the growth on the northern side is indicative of the fact that the northern side growth of our county is going to benefit all Murray County is illustrated by these votes. And I know no, uh, none of these votes were easy. Everybody put a lot of thought into them. I want to specifically say thank you to those four as well as all the others who uh, you can read in the paper or in the minutes of the meeting who voted for the continued growth improvement and support of the murray county schools all right was that was that all your shout outs i think it is all right coach lyle you had mentioned you'd want to give a shout out today yeah this one uh, not necessarily connected with our schools but very very close to this uh to this station and this program i want to shout out to our executive producer ann klein who makes us all sound extremely <laughs> a hey, lot Betty, better than we Betty, are Betty, that's the music lady yeah that's uh, uh <laughs> she she actually lives in oklahoma she's doing all of this remotely and does a super, super job with uh, coordinating our shows. She is implementing a new uh, – we're implementing a new broadcasting program in the station, and she is uh, working with us very closely in getting that done. Uh, she's been a very, very patient, very, very patient teacher and trainer with me um, and uh, makes us you – know, again, makes us look very, very good over here. So. Great shout out. I really appreciate Anne. And I had mentioned earlier about the music and she puts the intro in and she yep. does such a fantastic job. And I know she touches just about every program that yes, you guys have. She, she fixes a lot of the mistakes we make around here. My <laughs> shout out is going to be to the Murray County Public Schools HR department. Um, I watch them day in, day out. They I work just down the hall from them and they are at it 24-7 it seems. I know they go home, but I think they're working on making sure everybody is taken care of so that's it for this edition of the big yellow school bus thank you chairman michael fulbright and 
Vice Chair Betty Kinzer, and as always, Mr. Lyle, we appreciate you. Thanks, and have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus every Saturday morning at 9 a.m., Sundays at 7 p.m., and Mondays at 4 p.m. to hear more about what's going on at Murray County Public Schools right here on WKRM, 103.7 FM and 1340 AM.